Well, Jay, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling a little cooped up here. It's time. Uh, it's time for a move. I think get some uh, some space, some bigger yard, that kind of thing. What do you think? You are really gonna move, but like that's like that's a big deal. Like you can't do it that. It is a big deal. You're, you're scared to even leave your living room. <laughs> it's a. It seem what seems like a big deal moving isn't when you use the right people. You can use these sell your own home situations where you're you're bartering with a guy in your driveway for 45 minutes and you end up selling for $3 or you can use a professional that makes moving actually simple. Who are we going to use? But the problem is obviously Tom, but my worry is like you're so far, you're in Orleans. Tom will come to Orleans, he'll go to Russell, he'll go to Clarence Creek, he'll go to west of the Westie Village, wherever it is out there. <laughs> he'll go anywhere for you and make that experience that you were talking about of nervous or a lot of work, make it seem like nothing. Bastion and Ferguson will literally smooth out the easiest move of your life. Wow, even in Orleans, I just can't get over that. Yeah, once you hit 10th line, 11th line, 14th line, he's still coming. He's driving in his brand new Dodge Caravan, carries his family around in, will sell your home. That's what I'm looking for, an easy ride with Bastion and Ferguson. Look them up, he's gonna sell you quick and easy. Soccer Snobs, episode 84. Was I, how close do you think I am if I, when I said 84? I'm, I think we're I'm, at yeah. 34. No, we did like... You're way off. 36 <laughs> in season one. And did now, we? Yeah. Oh I know. And now we've done 14. So we're at, we're at uh, 50. That's good math, Steve. Wow. Wow. Actually, we might be right at 50. An unintentional half-century show intro. Whoa. And I think, Mark, in one of the early shows, you asked when you have like a, like, when is it like a show anniversary? 50 for sure should be. Yeah. So let's pretend this is 50 then. I think Jay said 11 was like an anniversary because he's an idiot. (laughs) An idiot with an idiot face. You know what I noticed, Jay? And I'm going to throw it here real quick. Yeah. I listen to like 40 podcasts a day. Okay. We do one and we're at show 50. You know what we never do or I never do? Like introduce, like this is Mark I'm, and we're here with Steve and Jay. Like every podcast is like they introduce people, but like we just start talking. Nobody know. I don't know if anyone knows if like you're Mark or I'm Jay or who knows. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I, we never introduce ourselves. But Mark, it Are says we- our name on the screens. 
True, but what if they're listening via telephone? No, nobody knows, but we think they know that. <laughs> stupid, stupid. But uh, yeah, I, I, because I just think that, you know, who, who cares? I hate when they reintroduce themselves. I hate it. I think it's stupid, especially on like Smartless. Like I know it's it's yeah. Will Arnett. You don't have to introduce him, but who are we then? That's, That's a great question. Maybe we should. Well, I'm you know Steve. what? I kind of like Steven. the mystery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jace. Jace. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to rip off the show with something positive. Um, we did receive it. Like we got to be kind of treading lightly on eggshells, whatever that uh, thing is called. Jesus. I have no brain right yeah. now, but anyway, COVID? Okay. okay. I'm with you. Yeah. A club oh. that we donated to with the soccer ah. snob scholarship has gotten in touch with us. And gave us a good like four paragraph story about the kid that we helped. And it's a family that we've helped that's got a bunch of kids in, in the program. This is like literally mm-hmm. make or break in terms of playing for this kid and his brothers. And it's helping towards all sorts of things. So I, in the interest of like anonymity, like we don't want to, you know, throw people's names or, or let people figure it out somehow. So one of the clubs... We've heard this story. And I think it's important for us to say, if you're like hitting the 30 second forward button right now, like <laughs> it's important to, to say this because when I give money somewhere, I love knowing that it actually has a story and it helped because just giving money. Cause then when next year rolls around, you're going to be like, uh, I gave last year, you know, but like this is actually helping children. Yeah. I so, would say the other parts that Mark is the, when I looked at most of the names, 94, seven percent i could trace like directly like one degree to you me or jay like there was there was little like randoms and i think because they don't know us so why would you give to a gofundme page where we're going to go to hawaii so i like i'm glad you brought that story up i can say that a second club had contacted me and uh they spread the 1800 out to actually help seven families so that felt kind of good and of the seven families, there were three or four that had seven kids, which is like, I, I don't know how they do that. And I'm so glad we were able to help them. And a couple others helped, like one had a, a parent recently pass away and stuff. So it was, uh, it's nice to know where the money goes, even though we know it's going somewhere. It's even nice for us to just get that back. Yeah. And I want to say too, like us saying this like and we're gonna put away like our funny hats or our snob hats right just for a second it's uh it's not like we're not saying this because we've done this great deed it's the people who gave the money that have done the great deed there's just a forum to get it there like thank you to you it's it's like this is a a testament to to the people who actually gave their hard-earned money during a pandemic yeah like that's a different level type of human yeah. And, you know, thanks a billion because you guys are really actually helping kids. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, I feel like I love it. I think I wonder, and, you know, I, I think I know myself. I like to give to something that already is like in motion. And I hope that we just keep this going and like we keep it in motion. People just it's almost like a regular thing. And, and people just spread the word because I just wish they could like we could almost like get a video or something of the kid playing i know it's like kind of like over the top i'm a teacher you can't even take videos of kids but i'm just thinking like if some sort of even if we did a podcast with the kid they can't see the kid and we can change the name 
where the kid, you know, say, says, thank you. What did like, just to know that it's real. Mm-hmm. Like you know Steve what, said, Jay, and, and that's Mark, a great idea yeah. to get the parent and the kid on the podcast, no cameras and just, and doing an anonymous that, you know what, we're going to look into that. I like, like, like that. How, did, how did it help you? You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. So the other name that comes to mind now, switching gears, um, Richard Mullen, Steve, yeah. can you run with that? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, He's the brother, Jason, of Andy Mullen, who we used to play with. <clears throat> Massive Southampton supporter and uh, great supporter of the show. So I'd want to say a big thanks to, the, to him about that. He's always, he's always bouncing in and throwing me stuff on Instagram. Like he's, he's, he gave me the site I gave you guys, Jay, about like full soccer matches and all that stuff. But uh, he's killing me lately because he's saying that every interview we do, we should ask the person if they knew or played Gaza and what one of Gaza's stories are that they could give us. Cause the Gaza's like story it killed me. I was like, and I just yeah. read a book with a Gaza story in it. So I was like, he's right. Like, how do you argue that? So like, he's just always on us, but it's good. It's great banter. And uh, just, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. Like when you guys interact with us, we bring it up and we talk like literally that's what we love. Like we Actually, love to Mark, talk about that. I just remembered he because then he went we went on a Gaza rant and he said that and you'll know Davy McFall. So him and Davy McFall were at Euro 96 at the England Scotland game in the end where Gaza scored the goal where he lobbed the guy and belted it in and did the, did the dentist, the dentist chair. chair. They were like 14 rows away from Gaza. That's incredible. That's insane. Yeah, I that's love those like, soccer stories. I like, love uh, my favorite one of Gaza is when he he get, the ref gave him a yellow card and Gaza Gaza sniffed his armpit. <laughs> I think that's just so simple. It's so stupid, but yeah. it's like who He's thought like, of that in that moment? He smells his armpit. It's genius, genius. genius. It's so simple. Genius. Just totally diffuse the referee. Like you're an idiot. I'll smell your armpit. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, I love. Them. I love that. That's, oh, God, that's, so that's good. fantastic. Yeah. I don't know how you bridge from that, but I'm going to dive <laughs> into uh, you know from over the seas to back over here. One soccer. <laughs> it's funny because I've been like actively thanking them on social media and everything, but leading up to the men's games and everything like that, there's been like a blow up on social media everywhere. People are like, "Where can I watch the Canada game?" We're going to watch the Canada game. And it's like, everyone's like one, one soccer. Like it's, I mean, we're there now. And anyway, uh, D Rosario, Craig Forrest, both came out with like long winded Twitter messages saying like, you know, we appreciate one soccer, but if it's, you know, essentially they're, I'm paraphrasing. If it's not on regular TV, nobody's going to, you know, watch it. They're not going to get new fans, this, that, or the other. Steve, what do you think? One soccer, for those who don't know, it literally has every, and I keep saying literally today, it's actually pissing me off, but it's got everything, men's, women's, Canada, U23, it's got TFC Champions League, it's got, I mean, it's got everything in one place. Why is that bad? So first first question, did it have today's game on, the women's game? No. It bothered me. Exactly. It's like you go here for all the one soccer and then you go there and it's like a Mexican third division game. So it's like, are you all of Canada games or not? Like what's happening here? That, that bothers me. I know you get it on YouTube, one soccer, whatever, but it's still stupid. I I, agree. I, I, I have nothing against one soccer. I have no knock to one soccer. One soccer is doing what it should do. 
Um, good for them. The money they're paying for these rights is helping the programs. It's helping the CPL, all that. So they're nothing against one soccer, but I agree with D row and Craig Forrest. Like it's our national team. It should be on a national network. It used to always be on CBC. Like, why isn't it on CBC anymore? What is CBC playing corner gas again? Like, come on, <laughs> you know, put, put that on or like, and TSN's got the world curling of uh, championship first round of like Sweden and Norway. They don't even have Canada on. Like you're telling me you can't put the Canada game on or, and I love golf and I maybe Jay, you want to disagree, but, and they have the masters amazing, but they've also got like TSN one, two, three, four TSN one is amen corner TSN two. You follow a certain group TSN three it's holes 14, 15 and six. Like they don't even, they're following yeah. like a specific hole on a golf course. Put the national team on. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that, I back that up 100%. Stupid. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's where, again, that goes like far beyond my mental capabilities uh, of like, how much do they have to pay for one, to, do they have to pay one soccer to get it on or should they be partnering or I don't know, I don't know how any of that stuff works, but Steve, you nailed it and you kind of like cut off my legs because I'm a, I love one soccer because I know I can see everything. But today I did what you did one o'clock, I flip on one soccer and I'm like, what the hell? I had to go online, look, and they're like, it's on our YouTube channel. Like you have to scroll by baking with Miranda, you know, like it's like, I mean, if you're, if you're doing Canada soccer, do Canada soccer. Exactly. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Like you have to be Killed Bill Gates. Remember before the show, before the show we were talking and I accused Mark of giving up on everything. Yeah. And then <laughs> at one o'clock you didn't give up. You tracked it down. You got it. On the other hand, me, I was like, done i, I shot i slammed my computer off and i texted you i was like it's not on stupid <coughs> it was the opposite of like i don't know what just happened. oh my yeah. god yeah. Sneed, that, that felt so good <laughs> how good do you i have goosebumps all over my body that's it's amazing probably yeah. it was the best that. sneeze i just probably gave covid to everyone at school <laughs> which is Jesus. great yeah, no I, so- i'm with you and the whole like but the, my when one thing is and they're right is like how many families are going to go out of their way if they just scraping by right. and pay the $70 up front for the whole year. If you can pay $6 a month, maybe, but it's like, or put it in your, your TV bill somehow, they probably more people would do it, but you have to go out of your way to do that. Yeah. You, you know what, Jay, you just killed me because we were just talking about snob scholarships. How many of these families that we gave money to are downloading and paying for an app to watch soccer you know what i mean yeah. it's just not it's not in the budget it's not it's yeah. not is you know like, but but if they're sitting around on a saturday evening and they're flipping and they flip by cbc and they're like oh let's watch it so that yeah that's a good point i do like yeah. that yeah very you know what i would love i would love like you know if one soccer did this or cbc or something like eventually like okay look you're you paid for one soccer you paid for the 70 dollars a year whatever it is are you against giving ten dollars extra so another family can watch one soccer like a pay it i don't know how they would choose the people but like (laughs) they do that at at like i know my kids school like pay an extra ten dollars and the kid can go to like a field trip or something who says no no one says no to that if you do you're an a-hole right (laughs) yeah like what do you you're gonna not give 10 extra dollars so someone else can do it if they can't afford it like i'm frantically trying to remember getting any of these requests and seeing if i like turned one down (laughs) because i feel like they'll see it in my eyes if i did like i can't remember frantically like scrolling through emails do you i I know you asked this mark but it's still on topic and someone brought it up today at school 
uh, $2 to uh, kickstart. Are you, are you willing to donate $2 to kickstart, sir, after your purchase of $200 of uh, hockey equipment? <laughs> yes yeah, or course. no? Always. always. Yes? Yeah, okay. always. Even PetSmart, when I go buy food, $1 every time. Yeah. Buck to the homeless pets or whatever. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Why not? I mean, it's, yeah. it's because it's, it's not real money anymore. Everything's just on yeah. a screen. I'm like, it's yeah. not real. I don't have to pull it out of my wallet. It's just uh, like, bing. Are they homeless yeah. or are they just animals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, somebody said, the, uh, I heard the other day, it's like, is your cat or dog really a pet? If you open the door and you're like, shut the door, the pet's it. Is it a hostage or a pet? That, was that like, is a like, great question. How, how unreal is that comparison? Like, I just thought, I thought that was brilliant. That's a great First of all, cats don't even want to be a pet. I can't go on this cat rent again. Sorry. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm with Jay. It got it got nasty last time. And we yeah. even didn't we even cut the episode. It was so yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't. So Jay, I'm gonna ask you a question because I asked Steve this offline a couple of weeks ago. <clears throat> Would you want to know like who's faster, Salah or Mane? Would you like would you want to see <laughs> set like in a race? You're setting it's... this up so different. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm so fascinated such, how you're doing this. It's such a like, it's such a cute and stupid question at the same time because, on like, it's like the uh, that Johnson guy versus uh, yeah, what's yeah, Donovan Bailey? Donovan Bailey, like 150 the, meter. I was yeah. so into that. I as still a kid. remember where I watched it, when Dude, I watched. Of course, it. as a child. I enjoyed that as an adult. I'm like, okay. Okay. You, you, they'd have to be chasing something. Okay. So here's my question, Jay. Yeah. For the youth soccer community, you four to U 17 would now, now take off the big JC hat right now. Okay. Would you want <laughs> for the kids to see like a skills competition in soccer? Like, hardest shot the be- the top 10 hardest shooters in the premier league shoot and it's measured by like you know one of those uh Radar. kilometer per hour things like would you tune into that and would you love it as a kid i would love it i know myself um i'm not totally against it i do hate the all-star games i think the all-star games are stupid and just do the skills competition i love the skills competition yeah i hate the all-star games they're so what if jay stupid. i'm gonna interrupt you what oh, if we yeah. did the skills competition hardest shooter fastest runner best dribbler through some cones whatever all this kind of like accuracy you nail things yeah. in the corners yeah we have that and then you have a caged three-on-three tournament you know what <laughs> yeah I'm I'm into that. I love that. That's actually a great idea. Would would that not get insane viewership in yeah. the world? Like, wouldn't that be 100 And like like the cap the captains draft their team. Oh, I, I would want to watch the draft and the yes. picks and the guys going. You're not picking yeah. me. Like, yeah. I yeah. that would I would die. I would die. Mark, can I just, just interject? Your hamstring? Can I interject oh, okay. for a minute? Like, Mark. Yeah. Yep. Mark, you for sure thought this through. You presented this so well to Jason and so Jason specific and your enthusiasm. It's making me reconsider every answer I gave you two weeks ago. It's so well done. I I see you picking that, Steve. I see you saying for sure skills competition. Yeah, I just felt like it was gimmicky, whatever. But you know what? I I like the skills. 
I approached it with Steve way. Like, I'm like, yeah. would you want an all-star game in the Premier League? Okay. Right? Okay. If you okay. phrase it like that, yeah, yeah, get away from me. Yeah. You know, and I was but, like, every Liverpool player is injured right now. That's the last thing I want. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Salah hamstring. Ah, all-star yeah. game. Terrible. Oh. Yeah. But I mean, especially like for me, I'm shocked that the MLS hasn't done that because they have that, that all-star game, which is kind of interesting. They play a big club from Europe. Whatever. I don't mind that. That is the, that is I smart. watch it. That's smart. Sure. I like that. Actually. That's a yes. good way to do an all-star game. Yes. Cause they're yeah. trying, they're trying. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's a, it's a game. It's a, an actual match. Like people yeah. are trying to win. It's not like Harlem Globetrotters. Jay, yeah. back, back in the day, back in the day, <laughs> my statistical stats recovered information that the NFL <laughs> used to play the Stanley Cup champion versus NHL All Stars. Yeah. Oh. But like Detroit Red Wings would play the All Stars. And like a real game, like and beginning game. of the next year? Like, uh, or mid year, or whatever. Or yeah, probably beginning or end. I don't know when it was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Kind of neat. But now, now it's a farce. It's a total oh, farce. The worst is the NFL. The NFL is like flag football. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like well, the NBA. Point? They don't even play defense. It's like yeah. 280 to 271. It's yeah, brutal. and that's that's just to placate stupid North American fans, right? Let's just like no, it's for uh, like big sponsors and bring them oh, in for the weekend and okay, get okay. corporate corporate stuff for next year. Blah blah blah. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. it is for the fans for sure, hundred percent. But you nailed it, really. Like it's for kids because when I was a kid, I the ate kids. that stuff up. I love the skills still today, but when I was a kid, I ate up yeah, the skills. The and skills it's like everything. It's like yeah. watching the skills competition with my kids now. It's like Christmas where like the magic's back. Like Owen's like, oh my god, look how fast we did! And I'm like, yeah, like you get your back yeah. into it, you know. Ally Frady hitting the hardest shot, oh, and I was like, oh my wooden god, stick. like wooden stick, like, trying to that. do it, like ugh. great Ally Frady. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Killed but me. they also used to care, like in the NHL, they used to like they there was fights in the All Star game, like they they wanted to win. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. different breed now, I guess. Very true. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so going from those multi million dollar athletes. To the ones who get them the money, agents. There's been hmm. like a ridiculous, and I'll throw it to Steve right away. How much would that does it bother you that Holland's dad and Rayola, the super agent, are like documenting their trips from city to city to meet with clubs? Like, is that not the epitome of where soccer's landed with uh, this absolutely stupid? type of money yeah i feel like an old guy talking about it but i i dislike it like if i'm on holland's team okay it's we probably all know he's going he's such a massive star but just have some respect keep it to yourself tell your agent to sh- isn't that why you get an agent so he shuts his mouth and does that behind the scenes like it bothers me i'm gonna bring up another old guy thing because i'm reading a book again i'm gonna talk about my book but it's an old book I read before. It's this guy, this coach for football coach, Lou Holtz. He's coach Notre Dame, Mike. I love him. So anyways, he said to his players, like who are graduating the seniors, he's like, listen, he's like, what do you need an agent for? He's like, here's what you do for an agent. He's like, you got drafted by the New York Jets. You go in, you talk to the GM. He offers you a three-year, $9 million contract, $3 million per year. You go to an agent. You say, I got three years at $9 million, $3 million per year. What can you do that's better than that? Otherwise, I don't need you. Why wouldn't they like? Why don't players do that? Like, well, yeah, you know. So he he goes in and gets them three years, nine million. You could do that yourself. You know, yeah. like I know there's a reason for them and stuff, but that killed me. I don't know. That's like seeped in my brain of like, 
why wouldn't I do this? Like, what do I need Rayola for? And I don't have to pay any money. And the club probably loves me and then send him in. And if he's like, can't get any better. Well, see you later, buddy. I just, I, I like your point, Steve, when you answered Mark's and I love that too, uh, which I don't think, know if everyone would have the acumen the, the the ability to be able to do something like that. But I think the, the idea of an agent going you know, behind closed doors. Yeah, so it's yeah. private, it's respectful. It's like, yeah, there's no animosity between the owner and the player, the coach, the manager. and the So it keeps things. I like that, but I think you're right. It's, it's gone to a point where yeah. it's like, you know, disrespectful. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then flaunting it on TV too. Like, uh, I mean, or pictures are in the, uh, in the, on the radio. It's like 1933. <laughs> I listened to it on my, whatever. Um, but yeah. So like, <laughs> There's um, a kind of an alternative route. I don't know if you read uh, Kevin De Bruyne just signed a new deal with Man City. He did it without an agent. He did it, flipped the switch script on something I hate, but I like it better than agents. He did it with statistical analysis. So he went in with his numbers over the last three, four seasons at Man City or whatever, and he presented them like the numbers, and that was essentially his agent. Like, and that I could easily see that kind of flip because again, going back to a hockey reference, like it's all this coursey numbers now, right? Like everybody's got to get these numbers up to be able to have like the best possible negotiating hand. So I don't know. What do you think of that? Like now your numbers are representing you instead of, you know, cause there's a whole, you can't get, you know, you can't quantify like heart or this kind of, I mean, what do you think of that? I love it. Like, I think it's like kind of a little bit to what I was saying about going in and doing it yourself. Like I respect to Brian. He went in, he did it himself. He brought stats. He backed it up. Here you go. You know, obviously you can get into the argument of stats too much. And like you're saying, like, how do you measure a center back versus a center mid, all this kind of stuff and striker. So for sure. But like he's using resources and tools and stuff that proves his value. Good for him. No problem with it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, there is something that's something some things that are not quantifiable like Steve said but why not use the, all this information and this analysis to your benefit like the players are being scrutinized like sometimes ruthlessly with that so they should get some benefit out of it I guess yeah see Jay I love that point I'll tell you right now because I was just gonna say like if a player is playing poorly, that's the first thing shoved in his face. You only ran this distance. You didn't cover this. Yeah. You didn't, so you know what? Flip the script. I yeah. love that. That's yeah, a yeah. great way to look. I didn't even think about that. What I about that. this? What about this? Like, Jay, you killed me because like, I hate when you seep into my mind and it, like, it, it doesn't <laughs> go away. But when you're like, some players may not want to go in and do that or they can't. That's a good point. I'm going to give you big time credit there. But like you're one, let's just say for this argument, you're, you're De Bruyne. You've got yeah. the guts to go in. You go in. You negotiate and then you say, if I was doing this with an agent, there'd be an extra 7.5% or whatever. And you say, I want 3.5% of it and take 4% and invest it into the squad on a transfer fee or something because I'm saving you money. Like, what if you did that? Wow. Wow. Imagine. That is genius. That's a new way of thinking about it. I think that would... That would definitely yeah. make an impact 100%. I love you that. You know, Mino Rayola isn't in the papers about this right now for, for us. I'm saving all this crap. Let's just do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or that like, so good. you know, and, and take it a step further. 
I think Steve and I talked about it once. I don't know. I never know if it's off air or on air anymore when uh, Steve and I talk, but um, it's like almost the, the clubs have to come together and just not use agents, like just agree to just not use agents anymore and jilling them from, I think it's league one. I forgot. Anyway, I read about it. They're at that point. They've spent the lowest agent fees wow. like in all of the UK because they've said, and their owners come out and said, I don't like agents. I don't want to work with agents. We're going to have to just deal with people that don't bring in agents. And like, wow. they've only spent like a, a fraction of an amount on it. And I, to me, I, I mean, if I'm a supporter of Gillingham and I'm going down, I'm kind of worried, but like, I kind of like that. I guess it's easy from the ivory tower of not loving Gillingham that that's a really awesome leader. That's a leader thing to do. Um, I don't know if I'd have the, I don't know. I, I, I think there's a, there is a place for agents, but it is, it is interesting to do this because it would send a message to agents. Maybe they they need to change the culture. It needs to change. It needs to be a little bit more transparent, a little bit more. Okay. Let's calm down a bit. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, yeah, well, those uh, agent fees, you see the something. yearly agent fees uh, collection over, it was like in the hundreds of millions or something like it paid out to agents in the last 365 days. It's insane. Yeah, and that's, I, I get where Jay's going again. He's, he's seeped back into the other side of my brain now. Like he's right about like having representation and we're painting them all with one brush that so not all agents are bad for sure. There's the ones who do it the right way. I think on top of that, the Mino Riolis, however you pronounce it. And then the ones we've heard about from like, uh, Paul Watson, like the ones that are just fake and take your money off, like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and like traffic players. So like their professions got bashed hard, you know, yeah. but there are good yeah. ones for sure. Like you can't say. Yeah, there's... it's true. I guess it needs to be regulated more, maybe a cap or yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we've yeah. beaten that to death, but I want to flip to that from like negotiating. I think they used to negotiate with like managers and now they never like, as imagine Klopp's not sitting in on the meeting now of like a contract, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's all upper stairs, but going switch into the managers somebody like Pirlo is like a legend of a player an amazing player Lampard same thing they're now kind of in my eyes anyway like Pirlo is like a little bit tainted right now like he's going into Juventus he's kind of you know it's not going super well like and Nick Dasovic is now in my head for the rest of my life Mm-hmm. saying Pirlo sure he's a great player done this he's played the game but he's 10 15 years behind every coach in the world that's not a professional player and I think that was genius of him like do we need to like does this need to stop do the Pirlos need to go down to Serie C and work their way up or like I, mean, I know it's old school like we're so old and talking about such old things but like this surely has like I'll ask Steve this if you're the owner of a team and Pirlo knocks on your door or Frank uh, Flugenstein that's never played. He played semi-professional. I know the allure is there, but what do you do? I love Frank Flugenstein. It's such a good... dropped his first game. With it's name. such a good name. Like, I just want to hire him to make Mark happy. Um, first of all, it's not old because this is a, like an ongoing program problem. Like, this isn't ha- like this isn't just originated lately with Pirlo and Zidane and them. This has been going on forever and ever. So, like, you know, there's the first thing you always have is a name will sell tickets and seats and owners are all about that. So that's always in their mind. So that will always be, those people will always get the opportunity. If it's like a Pirlo and a Lampard coming back to their 
clubs they made their name, another draw and story and like the whole whatever. And then it's just hit and miss, really. I think it's more hit and miss than the Frank Flugelsteins who have worked their way up, who have that experience and who fought through a relegation promotion battle and won and went undefeated and lost 10 games. Like those guys probably are a more solid choice, but it's a very like, cause then you can turn around and look at like, there's the Kenny Doug leashes back in the day. And like, there's a bunch of different ones that went in and Zidane too right now. Zidane. And like, yes, you could say, cause I'm the same. Dasovich has got in my brain more than Jason. Cause I thought about it since that episode, he's right. And I think he was specifically referring to Zidane saying you get a team of stars and you win three trophies. Like, is Zidane a better coach than Eddie Howe? That's a, that's like such an ongoing debate, but is Zidane also then more qualified than an Eddie Howe or a Frank Flugelstein to deal with huge superstars, you know? Yeah, well, that's some, it. And that's, some are and some aren't. So it's, it's such yeah. a tough debate. I don't, I don't think it'll ever end. I think it's one of those, like, it's just always there. Some yeah. work, some don't. I actually personally think Frank Lampard got a raw deal. I don't think they should have sacked him. Um, and I know Tuchel took over and did amazing. Great. Uh, and I think Pirlo put himself in a no win situation for Pirlo. You got a one win Serie A because they've won it a thousand years in a row. And two, you were brought there to do better in the champions league. So he was in a no win situation unless he wins the champions league. Yeah. And I'll throw this to Jay because Steve's in my head now, because we always thought like, if I'm the owner of Juventus and I look and I'm like, okay, Pirlo wants to come back. It's great. And then I think like, what if like, why don't I just bring in like a Brendan Rodgers who's been through the ringer, done it in different places, different clubs. The guy knows, I mean, what, why, what is going on? Why is Pirlo getting picked ahead of a guy like Brendan Rodgers? I wonder, I wonder if we could find the balance of it. Cause I remember I just listened to a podcast where it was a Portuguese uh, uh, coach um, who's has UEFA pro license and all that stuff. And he was like, so the top, top license. And he was saying, you know what, though? He goes back to Portugal. He says guys who are 10 years younger than him, no, no. Um, and he was talking about like tactical periodization. He says they only know this. So he had to like kind of learn it and stuff, but they only know it's because tactical periodization has been out for like 10 years. And so they, they came into it and they know all this. Yeah. And that's all they live. So he says they're actually better than I am, but I'm older and I have a bit more experience. Yeah, and yeah. and so it's, I think it's, you know, Dasovich nailed it. Like, yeah, those those coaches do have the ten year or fifteen year plus on them, but like Steve said, to deal with those um, those behaviors and those personalities, you have to be at the top and and understand them. And that's hard to do, but I would say the balance is, and I wonder, it's like Alex Ferguson did this is hire someone smarter than you in different areas. And if, if Pirlo knew what he was doing, he would hire someone like Brendan Rogers or someone like Tuchel, like someone who is up and coming that he, they can kind of balance the boat. You need to hire someone smarter than you. Funny you say that Jay, because in Pirlo's book, he bashes um, fitness coaches and he's like, they just get all, they just want to look good and put on these complicated pregame drills. Uh, do you know what? Like that maybe, maybe he's, uh, he's written his own uh, story, yeah. Pirlo, you know? That's a good point. It's like, yeah. I Cause I mean, if he's maybe not, he has that mindset. Yeah. But they are to be fair to contradict you. Cause I've been, I've been I'm like devil's advocate today, which is not like me. I usually go one side. What's happening to me, but you know, they have been trying to get rid of strength and conditioning coaches because they really, 
and I hope I cause a stir. Now I'm back. I hope <laughs> I cause a stir because you don't really need a strength and conditioning coach. What 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 managers need the top managers at the top level. You need to kind of, and I don't even. I can't believe I'm saying this, but kind of be like a jack of all trades because you, you need to know like all those courses UEFA pro courses are are setting managers up to understand all parts of it because it's part of and I think they call it a morpho cycle where you need to know all the 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 behaviors of the players, the mental capacity of the players, the physical capacity. You need to know those because it's not just like okay, you take care of it. And it's like you don't know what's going on there. You, you actually need to know. Yeah, to it's like a it's like a GP doctor. You got your general practitioner, and then your specialist that you send to if you need. That's that's yeah. got to be the way. It is. Can I like agree with you, Jay, on the strength and conditioning? Because like, like let's let's like take this example because this is something I've been thinking about. So remember the NCAA? They showed the men's gym and the women's gym. Yeah. Okay. You're at an NCAA tournament. You're playing two games in four days. Why do you need a weight room? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it's wrong. If you have one, it's equal. Not, not against that. So let's not go the wrong yeah. way. I didn't want to bring this up right when it happened to get taken the wrong yeah. way. But yeah. what do you need it for? You play your game, you're shattered, take your day off, and you had another game. Like, what yeah. do you need yeah. a weight room for? Why are you doing weights at the final four? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, that's a great point. You do. There's a place for weights. Of course there is. We're not idiots, but yeah. Like, is that not a little bit overkill? Like who's in there pumping iron? (laughs) You know, that's an amazing call. It's so true. Yeah, that is true. That's, that's, you know, you've like blown my mind. You've you've thrown me off track here. And it's bad because my first thought was like, why do they need a weight room? Not like their weight room sucked. It was like a, a piece of like, toilet paper like dangling <laughs> off of well, like a five pound barbell it was what is this? it was it was How absolutely bad different. was it oh, no it was yeah. that like triangle weight thing that they got from home depot <laughs> <laughs> it's like dit, 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 dit. what is this yeah. oh, so, so, so i'm gonna shift that with steve's uh, great call there to uh women back to the women's sport in in birmingham in england with the women's team this has come up a couple weeks now i've been kind of following the story but the Birmingham women wrote a letter to their own board like essentially you know citing a bunch of they lacking medical proper medical facilities things so they're all they're, a lot of them are getting hurt the facilities they train in are, are brutal the travel when they go to away games they take the but they don't go in hotels so they bus the same day as they as they play and what was the other thing yo um they were asked to leave the Birmingham women Premier League. They were asked to leave the field when a U12 boys team had it double. So they, they left because of a U boys, U12 boys oh team. Wow. So the women wrote the, that they're also earning less than minimum, minimum wage. They have delay in medical treatment because of all the men's things, lack of access to a gym, all sorts of things. Like, it, I mean, it's, it's crazy here. So they even had to forfeit a game because they only had 10 players. So here's where I'm going with this. Is it worse to not have a women's team or to have a women's team and treat them like absolute shit? Like what is happening and what do you do in this situation? That's such an interesting question. The way you phrased it, it's like, I can't win either way. No, you can't Jay. That's why yeah. I- <laughs> it's like, yeah, you set me up. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I think it's just obviously deplorable, like how you could treat a team like that. I, I don't know. I, I just think just do better. Like it's yeah, 2021. Well, perfect. I, you know, it's, it's almost like, yeah, you're right. Like I kind of say it was more like a, an upsetting rant rather than like grab <laughs> yeah. the question and be like, well, no, I think it's great. Like it was like, <laughs> it's the worst, but like, so what we're saying here is what we've spoke to, um, Lewis FC there the other day and it was like such a, a mind melting uh, interview and yeah. just to see this days after you talk to that it's just yeah. it's insanity to me that uh, that something like this can actually happen like you said 2021 and I think how you, was the I was just ahead. gonna say Mark like I'll maybe take a stand on it like I think you might be right I think you might be better not to do it um <clears throat> That's such a t- now I'm instantly d- doubting myself, but I think like what you just listed, it's like, what's the point? Like 10 people like yeah. do it right. Like Jay said, do better. So just do it right at the first, in the first place. It's that's a, like, that's just such a dumb story. It's just like the weight thing. Like it makes yeah. me feel like that, like, like total white guy from the suburb. That's just like, these things actually happen or like my instant reactions. I'll just be honest. My instant reactions always like, can, are things really that bad? And like, and I just look at like our show over like nine months of just doing some stupid podcast. And like, we got a racist thing. Like what? That's weird. If I got that, imagine the, what's actually happening when you hear these things about racism online. I'm always like, is it a couple people? How bad is it? It actually must be a way to the point, you know, like same with this women's like, like today, Canada played uh, Wales in the shadow of Cardiff Stadium. You could see the stadium in the background. They're playing on a field with a track around it. And like, it's Mooney's Bay. I'm jumping on that big pad in the background. There's cars going by. And I was like, why aren't they just playing in the stadium? Like, what? why weren't they playing in the stadium? And then BBC broadcast it. No replays. So yeah. what? You're BBC. Yeah. How do you not have replays? It was weird. This is yeah. weird. Like I love that you said that. I love that you said that because it's it's almost like to the point where like if this stuff isn't brought up, it's the mentality that you were saying that people may have is just like, come on, they didn't leave for a 12, you boy, you know, you right. 12 it's 2021. That doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, and like I, I didn't even think about that. Would the did the Wales men's team play on that field? Or no. did they play in the stadium in the last friendly? Yeah, exactly. What, what the hell? It's yeah. so strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's in there right now? Was Elton John having a concert like to himself? Like, what's happening? But yeah. what's enlightened me from the Lewis FC thing, and and we talked about it even at our house, and so our my boys could hear and my daughter could hear is that when she said, "Of course, um, the women's game." doesn't attract all the men and i know we're we're repeating this of course because they weren't allowed to like they weren't set up to so it's like you have to give them an opportunity to build up to that and and that's where that's where we can you can do better and so you you can't i know i used to be one of those meatheads who would say no they don't attract enough people I, I agree. I was one of those. Now you, you can kind of seem like, of course, just yeah. read something, understand the history of it better, and then you educate yourself and then you know better than you do better. So I think it's just education, right? That's a good point you brought up, Jay, that she, she gave us like the history of it, like how they're behind and they can't, you, you got to give them a chance to even just semi catch up. Great point by her. What's even worse about today is there are no fans. It's COVID. 
So like, <laughs> why aren't why yeah. aren't they playing in the stadium? Like yes. Wales played in the stadium, their men. There are no fans. So like, why wouldn't they play there? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, and you nailed it again, Steve. Like you're having a, a fantastical show. <laughs> it's just like feel good. we're trying to promote the women's game. People, let's promote the women's game. So let's put them on that field. Like you said, though, it's televised via YouTube. Whatever. At least we can watch it. But then no replays. And this, yeah. like, if a guy is wa- used to watching the Premier League, where you're watching replays right up to the yeah. guy's pinky toe. Yeah. And I can't get a replay to watch Jesse Fleming's goal. How mad was I via text with you? That's all I kept texting, Steve. I felt like I made the decision not to do replays because you were so on me about it. I'm like, leave me alone, man. Yeah. Why not? Re- what is happening? We had replays at the Ottawa Fury game with yeah. Rogers when yeah. we were with the PDL. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. That's well, okay. Oh, last last thing. Maybe Cardiff. Cardiff does. It was at Cardiff Stadium. Do they yeah. play like it? Maybe there's some contractual thing. Yeah, you're right. Like there could be something like that. It just, it just, just, I don't it know. just when I'm you just see to a massive stadium and then you see them playing with, it just looks like, what's that all about? Now I have the vision of you jumping over the, the thing at Mooney's Bay, which I don't know you could jump over that fence. That uh, was tough. I, I, I could see you going through the, the, the locks thing and yeah. then jumping on the mat for sure. Oh, is, is that when we were finding a field to train on? Oh, yeah, <laughs> you remember that too? Climbing that massive, huge, oh, yeah, 100%. one with the ball bag. Yeah, we broke 100%. into Mooney's Bay on that like forty yeah. foot fence that we go over. Someone Man, had to just... go over to unlock it for the rest. And like, I will say, Mark, you were like a Navy SEAL going over fences. You know, and it's funny you brought that up because remember when I landed and then rolled, and I'm like, it's because I love war stuff. I, I felt like a paratrooper. Like, I hit the ground and did, like, a yes. roll. <laughs> yes. You're rolling and, like, saving and bracing your fall. Like, it's incredible how you do it. I just, if I did that now, I'd have 11 ACL snaps. from. I, no, I, I, just, I don't even want to picture it. No. That'd be awful. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather scrape my back going under. Oh, that's oh, the worst yeah, I would. That's than like, doing your ACL? 100%. Oh, for sure. But, it, like, yeah. I don't like that you brought that up. I know no, that really Stupid. felt like it hurt. Yeah. Know. Yeah. So from that, we're going to re- u turn to a little segment we haven't done for a while. Uh-oh. It's the overrated underrated. I, I kind of missed this game. And wow. uh, I'm going to start with a huge one that may actually turn into a convo. You, you ready? Set it up too big. You set it up too big. It's yeah, I'm going to skip it. it. I'm going to go to my it. second yeah. one. Okay. Which it's I know six. you're going back skip. to the first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. So with, smart, so cute. I'm gonna start with Marco Royce, and I'll go to Steve right away. For me, hold I'm, on. Can I predict what Steve's gonna say? And Steve, you can't lie to me. No, I won't. Okay, Oklahoma. You can't lie. I won't. You know what that's from? Ted Lasso, Oklahoma. No, I never can't was. lie. Him and his what? What? And I can't get Apple TV. And I'm too okay. Late. You you're gonna use my password tonight. Okay. <clears throat> Oklahoma. Royce, underrated. Yeah, easy. I absolutely adore Marco Royce. Like, to me, the only reason he's not higher rated is because he gets hurt all the time. Yeah. He's such a good player. I absolutely adore is the word I have for him. He's (laughs) one of those players that I adore. You know who else I do? And I hate admitting it. Phil Foden. I adore him. I think he's so good. I hate Man City. I absolutely love him. And England should start him all the time. Sure. Yeah, he's uh, he's a top player. Royce yeah. underrated. I love him. I feel I feel sorrow in my ancestors' souls 
when he gets injured every time. And I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, who is the physio? Yeah. The manager should be sacked. Yeah. I know. Have a periodization plan for him, please. It's yeah. 2021 or like whenever it happened, it was still, it's unforgivable. It is unforgivable for sure. Gabriel Jesus. I'm a big fan. I think he's rated just where he is. I don't. There's no middle. There should yeah. be. <laughs> I made up rated I, last time. So yeah, I know. Long. I think he's rated. rated fairly. I love his story. I watched the Brazil documentary on Amazon Prime, and he's just a grafter. The guy just worked. I, I can't help but love him after watching that because his mom used to say he was like, just would if he lost, he would destroy everything. He just wants to win. He'll do anything to win. And I love that. I, w- I would agree with your assessment, Jay. I think he's probably where he should be. I would lean to overrated only because I feel like City almost think he's an Aguero replacement or they'll like Aguero is on another level to me. Yeah. And, but Jesus is who wouldn't you, every team would want him. Manu, Liverpool, everybody wants him. So he's a good player. Um, maybe slightly overrated just because yeah, of the Aguero fair. piece. That's fair. Yeah. I'd love to see him leave and just play 38 games, you know, like I just yeah. like a, yeah. a Tottenham or something like that. Where he's what just- are they going to do next year? Are they going to just keep him? Or are they going to go buy Holland and, and uh, Messi and whatever? Yeah, they're going to buy a huge player. But if I were him, I'd be like, well, is this was what I was bought for is to, yeah. you know, that's kind of a well, like he, to be fair to uh, I almost said Cruyff, but to be fair to Guardiola. They didn't replace David Silva. They 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 said we have Phil Foden. Foden, yeah. Like that's that's a big. So you're right. Why wouldn't they do the same for him? Yeah, yeah. This is a big one, and it's. I'm going to preface it by saying like, this is only brought up because I see a lot of arguments against it, which is huh. strange to me. But Robert Lewandowski, he to me, he's like whatever. He got the Ballon d'Or. I, I mean, he's one of the best ever for me but he gets crushed because he never left Germany, you know, because Germany's seen as like, they could call this the farmer's league, this, that, or the other. What, how do you respond to that? Be by people saying he's not what he should be because he's played in Germany his whole life. Stupid career. It's people who play FIFA and want to transfer guys all over the place and bring them to their new team and stuff. Like, no, come on. Dortmund and uh, Munich for all those years with all those goals. Does that mean Gerd Müller and Franz Beckenbauer are crap because he never left Germany? Like, come on, stupid. Yeah. No, the guy's unbelievable. No, he's he's a top top quality. Like, and, and he would walk into any team in any league easily, easily, yeah. and perform. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And I even looked up because I love him so much. I'm like, okay, sure. Farmers like he's got 66 goals for Poland. So, I mean, you're not scoring 66 goals for Poland. And Poland's not terrible, but they're also not very good. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's not like his goals dry up when he goes there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's yeah. still – and I, that to me is like – What about Champions League? Did you look that up? No, I should have, though. I know he has a lot. I, I think if he has a record like that close to a goal a game in Champions League, how do you – like, don't even make the argument. Yeah. yeah. Actually, you know, it's hilarious. It's, he's got 197 goals. In 215 games for Bayern Munich. That's ridiculous. Wow. How ins- that's almost literally almost the goal a game. That's, that's in crazy. Sanity. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. What about Leroy Sane? Oh, God, is this his... the one? This is the controversial one? No. Yeah, because his speed scared me when Liverpool had to play him. I was just like, oh, I don't like him. When he was at City, I was like, ah, oh, don't. 
I don't want to, he scares me because his potential is so, but to be fair, he's been injured, his attitude. I'd say he's a slightly overrated, but he's still a top player. You can't deny that. I, he, he can do some damage. Do I have to pick one or can I say? have to. That's what the show's all about. He's like, we're so like, you've been controversial, Jay, but to Mark, you and I have been friends like this whole show. <laughs> like we've been really, I'm going to say the same as Jay, slightly overrated, but I, I actually really, really enjoy him. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I like him. I, I can see where you're both at. It's where I'm at. It's he's overrated right now, but his ceiling is so friggin' high that yeah, in two years we could be on here going like, yeah. this guy's the best player in Germany, you that's know, good. like, yeah. yeah. It feels like um, he needs something to, like kick him in the ass or something. Like he needs like some sort of like angry Roy Keane type fire in his belly that he's missing yeah. or something. I don't know what yeah. it is. I just don't. Yeah. Uh, this one's a tricky one and it's a J a J one too. Cause I know he hates these people. But Thibaut Courtois. Yeah, Luca and I uh, were, my son Luca and I were watching that. And uh, God, when, when Liverpool was crossing, doing the corner kicks up into the sky and Courtois was just like palming it down. I'm like, why? And Luca's like, he's so good. I'm like, uh, you know what? I do rate him. I do think he's slightly overrated because I don't think his ability to to his shot stopping is that high i think his his understanding of the game his you know might be great but like i just his shot stopping to me is not like um uh the tottenham keeper what's his name Lloris. 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 i rate him higher than courtois huh. easily wow that's a tough question for me i don't like it's almost like i forgot about him for like three years since he left it's funny so it kind of makes me want to say underrated because i forgot about him then i watched him like two days ago and i thought he was good like it's a stupid opinion but he i thought at chelsea he could have been the best keeper in the world yeah and i think if i'm going by what i thought then which is probably unfair but he's probably uh overrated because he never really got there and he's definitely like I wouldn't say I, I Jay makes very good points once again. Like you're you're my friend, Jay, and you're making good <laughs> points. But like I don't know. I just think he's below some other guys, and I probably wouldn't put him in my my first eleven. Yeah, no, that's and it's funny you say that. It's exactly what Steve said. To me, it's like at Chelsea, I was like, this guy's you can't score oh, on him. He's wow, that he's good. But huge, it seemed yeah. like when he left, I don't what know. Happened? It was weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was weird. Um, I'm gonna group these two players together so we can talk about it in that way. But like these two players are like, they were arguably the best two young players on the face of the earth. Not long ago, they both went their separate ways and you don't really, anyway, so Frankie excited. de Jong and Matthias de Licht. Oh, How man. good did I say that? By the way, that was very, good. That very good. good. Very good. But, but like they were both the, the world is at their feet and Delic's in and out of Juventus. Uh, De Jong is kind of, well, he's at Barca at a crappy time. But anyway, what do you think? Tough call again. You're killing me with these ones today. Like killing me. I, I think they're still too young to, to really judge. I think they're still, I don't know, like, like I, I think they're probably rated where they should be. Like, I think their ceilings are what you're judging them against. And I think it's like, I think we've talked about it before with the lit 
it's a careful of when you move and what time be very careful of when you move to a big club, you know, like be very, very careful. Like I really actually kind of like the, the guys who go to like Red Bull and then Germany and then England or Red yeah. Bull, then Munich, or yeah, I always say yeah. Red Bull, but it feels like when they get into those places where they can make a name and play champions league. So Delitz one of those, I think you probably have to say he's overrated based on his performances at Juventus. I'm not ready to write off the young and I don't watch enough Barca lately. Like I haven't for the last year to say like he's under or over. I almost have zero opinion on it. Yeah. I would add on to Steve's cause I, I agree, but to add on, I would say to be a nerd here, like look at the two managers of those teams. I would say Koeman, Koeman or whatever. I wouldn't rate him highly and, uh, and his understand like the game model it totally changed. And so, if it was like Guardiola, I think um, De Jong True, would, yeah. would be, would fly like Foden is. And then if it was uh, someone other than um, Pirlo, like the game model and it's like, that's comes from the manager and it, you know, they give it to the team and it's like, okay, this is how we're going to defend everything. If it's, it's not clear and if it's not quality and if it's not robust and it's, and then, it's look at IX. Look, they both were like flying, right? So yeah. that's a great point that I never, that's, that's a great point. It's like the next job. I think we talked about it in our thing. Our first episode ever is your move from your first club is everything like Jonathan David to yeah. from Ghent to Lille to now wherever he's going to end up in the summer. Like maybe they made the wrong choices. Both of them chase the money. You know, like imagine Delic went and played beside Van Dyke, a Dutch compatriot yeah. could have helped him. Like imagine yeah. where he'd be yeah. at right now. Yes. You know, like something like that. And I, I mean, to you me, that's make that tough choice. Like, I think like David's agent even talks about that. Like, I, I think I've heard him in interviews and stuff about like, he's going to go from Ghent to somewhere good, like basically a Lil or a Red Bull. He basically said it. He's going to go to that level first. I'm not yeah. bringing him to Arsenal this summer. Like exactly. that's a, that's a kind of agent, actually the opposite of what we we're talking about. That's right. It's yeah. so true. And like, that's where I, Oh, I just lost my thought, but I had a really good point guys. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Usually point, pencil. Where's your pencil? Where yeah, is your pencil? Pencils in your ear. Show me it. Okay. Yeah. You're holding oh, look, it. Needs to be sure. Everyone at home, Mark showed his pencil by holding the eraser end <laughs> the opposite way up. So you weren't even writing with it. You can't no. turn it upside down. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all over the place. Okay. Um, I got two more. Okay, I want to talk about Pablo Dybala. I, I oh, this, you... we're still doing the overrated, underrated. We sure are, my dear friend. A cute little thing that people might want to know in Ottawa. His, his um, cousin, sec, like second cousin, goes to my kid's school. Wow. And wow. he's actually pretty good. Um, and, uh, yeah, I like Dybala. I like his swagger. I like, I like his, I like things about him. I I'd say he's slightly overrated because I think his ability to play in all four moments doesn't impress me. It like Messi does more work than him in, in transitions. Yeah. I, I think it, it just, he hasn't. Steve, yeah. Steve, before you jump in, I'll just I'll ask you this before you comment on him. Is he one of those like positionless guys that just never found his spot to be something? Or is he like one of those guys who did well at a big club that's always looking for a new toy? Yeah. 
like that too. He was a monster for them. And then like all of a sudden they're like, nah, we need Ronaldo and now nah, we need Messi and we need it. Like, is yeah. he that? Is that what's happened to him? Because I, I don't know. I've always just liked him. I, I, I don't even mind. I, you're bang on, Jay. It's so hard to argue with you sometimes, like the four moments and that you're bang on. But I almost like to me as a coach, it's like I sort of sacrifice a bit because he's special, you know, and he does something. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Can we can I actually like put something out there we've talked about off air and just like bring it out on air now? Because I, I need to know. I need someone who knows more about both of them, watches every game. Can we like go on social media and make Marco Natoli comment on these two for us? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Can he, yeah, yeah. he tell us about Dybala and Delit and tell us his theory and if he thinks they're over or underrated? Because yeah. he must know more about Dybala than I do. Because when sure. I watch him, I love him. Yeah, but I want to know he, more. Yeah, you know what's shocked me is I went and looked the because he's Argentinian, and I'm like, this guy's 27 or so anyway, yeah. and like, mm. he's only played for Argentina 29 times. Really. That's got to be te- like, I don't know that. I just found that weird. I found that yeah. weird. You'd think he'd be at like 60 or 70 caps by now. He had some injuries, though. I think he was injured for a bit. Sure. But I would agree. 29 caps to 27 is weird. Yeah. Like, isn't Alfonso Davies at like 100 and he's 20? <laughs> he's just <laughs> yeah, crazy yeah. by Canada at this point. Yeah. So the last one, Trent uh, Arnold Alexander. Oh, Trent Alexander Arnold. This is the one he this is the one yeah, yeah, yeah. The I want you know what I want Jay to go because this one you're smart this could cause friction with Jason and I yeah because it, like, it's, it's been there in the past this I'm such I'll be honest so Steve can't destroy me I'm gonna be like Eminem when he does that rap in the eight yeah. at the eight mile yeah. and make fun of myself so much that you can't and I'm like Ugh. I am such like the wind I am like a windy bag <laughs> of air when it comes to him, I'm like, when we win Champions League, he's the best. You're right, Steve. You're right. And like, I'll call Steve. You're the best. You were, he was, you were right. He is the best. I'll be honest. I can't stand him. <laughs> he is the antithesis of what I see as a player, which I, I, I admit I am the worst talent um, assessor of all time. I, I always admit that. You're not. But for him, he gives the ball away. 9,000 times, but he gives three worldly passes and we score on them, but he just gave it away 9,000 times. I want 9,000 goals. I want 9,003 goals. I don't want just three goals. So he gives it away so much. It kills me. Um, I don't blame him recently. Those goals, the header back, I think he was trying to head that. I think somebody who doesn't understand football, that's, that's, that's a, leave him alone for that. I just hate that he gives the ball away so much and he can't, as a winger, an attacking winger, his one-on-one needs to be better. I think he's overrated. I think like a Marcelo, like that to me, compare him to Marcelo. No chance. Marcelo is in a different stratosphere than him. Deliveries, taking guys on one-on-one. He has more weapons. Arnold doesn't, he only has one weapon to me. One or two, like his passing on the ground. On not under pressure is very good. Passing in the air, not under pressure, very good. His ability to get around other players is is not not good enough for him to be rated that high. He is overrated. I try to get everything in, but I'm an idiot and a stupid fart face. <laughs> I don't know, man. It feels very much like Eight Mile that like you dropped the mic on me and all the crowds like 
chanting and waiting for me to spit my song out. And I, <laughs> I'm struggling because you like you wrote the world's best essay on why he's overrated. And it's hard to go against you. I, I don't think he's overrated. I think he's in an absolutely horrific form right now. I think he's in really bad form. There's no denying it. I'm not going to say he's unbelievable. He is absolutely a bag of shit right now. And you're right. <laughs> he gives the ball away a hundred thousand times. He is. Um, however, he's unbelievable. He's a fantastic player. He can't, he's almost like a Beckham at right back. He doesn't, he's never going to get past his man on the wing. Beckham never did. Beckham got by just the way Trent does like a nice give and go or out hustling for one thing, but he's never going to skin a guy or, or, or ghost past a guy. His deliveries are fantastic. His shooting's incredible under pressure. His passing is very good. It's atrocious this year. So you're bang on. I think he's just in a really, really bad patch. And it's it's almost getting to the point of you can write off the year. You can you can say, you know, he'll come back, he'll bounce back. Players have had this before. It happens a lot. But it's getting worrying with him. It's getting to a very worrying point. The other one for me, like there's a lot of crap at Liverpool we can go into. The other one who's in a similar boat, I never thought I'd say it is Mane. To me, Either Mane needs six months off or two months off of no soccer and he comes back and it's a blip, the same as Trent. But it's getting, both of them are getting very worrying in their in their form. Other players have crap games and bounce back. Robertson's had some stinkers, but he always bounces back. He always plays all right. Those two are in a really worrying point. So I would, to me, he's he's underrated because he's getting pissed on so much right now. And I, and I believe that he'll come back and prove that he's fantastic. Do you bring him... To the Euros, if you're England manager. 100%. Look at the other right backs, okay? You you don't want to start him because he's crap? Fair enough. Who are you going to bring on the bench to make a difference in a game? Trent or Juan Basaka? Yeah. Well, you, you might got... start Juan Basaka because you want to you wanna make sure you have someone solid in confidence. You're 1-0 down. You want him out there, not Juan Basaka. You want him out there, not Trippier. I hate Juan yeah. Basaka. Yeah, me Can't too. Me too. Who else am I but missing? Yeah, you got Kyle Walker. Kieran Trippier, uh, Reese James from Chelsea as well. What, what's Reese James done? He's a good player, but I mean, come from on. Chelsea. Trent, I don't. I, I like how calm he is, and he can sure. skin a guy. But come on, man, Trent. Like Trent's, he's accomplished so much more. I like, agree with Steve. I think I'm going to agree with Steve only because you bring him, but maybe you don't start him. I, mean, no. I like that. I, I think that's horrible. Smart. He's in a horrible state. How do you not play Kyle Walker over him? You have to play Kyle Walker. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. But you need a change. Luke, Luke Shaw's impressed me. I know he's on the left side, I but Luke I hate Shaw, that he's good. I know he hit that pass he made, that <laughs> ball he made on the weekend. I was like, oh my god! And I can't stand him. Me too. But he he is in good form. Yeah, I'm eating yeah, my, my words because I hate him. Yeah. So we got to wrap it up, but I'm going to give you guys a couple scenarios here. Um, well, first I'm going to ask one thing: Do you when you you're yelling at? At your wife or your sons or daughters. Where's this going right now? No, no, I, I guess yelling at them. No, when so you're good. yelling to them. Okay. To, I'm going to use the word extinguish the light in a room. What do you oh, say? I Is it close the light or turn off the light? Okay, close French people, yeah. French people and Italian or, or people from that are second language. English is a second language. And every Italian. Because... Yeah, because in their language, the direct translation is close. It's close. Yeah. They don't have a word turn off. Yeah. 
they don't have a phrase for that. So they, that's why they say close. It's like how French people say uh, seven on 10 because it's set sur dix. They yeah, don't say yeah. it's out of. They don't say just said, you know, they say seven on yeah. 10. So I love that. And I, I, I turn, yeah, turn off the light. But I love, and we've talked to this before, being a hearing uh, uh, a kid in a deaf house, I had to turn it off. I could, I had to like, I couldn't yell at my parents. I had to go see them and then, then go turn it off. I might as well do it myself. So you never have to yell. Now everyone's yelling at me across the house to turn, close the light. And I want to kill everybody. I'm like, you do it. You're like, you're right there. I'm like, okay, you're right there. And I'm like, I'm so mad about it, but you guys are used to it. You grew up like everyone yelled at you to get stuff. I love that your perspective on that. I hate that. You're right uh, about the second language, bang on. And that's why Italians do it. But how many Italian friends do you have that grew up here their whole entire life? And they may have had, yeah, I know their parents or whatever, but you, they know yeah. it's not closed. Like they have the vocabulary <laughs> and they still do it. And I'm all, I'm all like, get lost, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm a close the light guy too. I close really? open lights. Well, because yeah. the French is your first is like, yeah. yeah. Well, not my first language, but that's but just yeah, your parents are from yeah, Montreal. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it comes from your parents. Uh, no, my mother-in-law. I want to add to that. My mother-in-law said the best one. She's like, "Go get the, um, go get the, uh, you know, syrup in the in, in the fridge." I'm like, "I can't see it. Where is it?" She's like, "Oh, it's sleeping." Yeah, it's on its. <laughs> it's sleeping. So they talk like like it's an analogies and stories, and I love that actually. That's it's hilarious. like it's sleeping. So I'm like, "Oh, it's cute. It's sleeping." I'm like, <laughs> I went and over. now I knew it's lying down. It, it happened like, to me. I went over. It's and horizontal. Uh, it's in in its place. It's horizontally faint. It's like it's sleeping. It's perfect. Jay, she did it to me. She asked me to get Perrier, and she's like, "They're sleeping in the fridge." And Genius. it melted me. I went to the fridge so excited, like it was Easter, and I had to find the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, good. Garage or garage? Oof. Garage. 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 Wow. Potato. Yeah. Good backyard barbecue at your house you're having one you're like you have the apron on it's fantastic six couples are there you're laughing you're having a lemonade it's it's one of those nights now you're manning the grill okay there's steaks chicken burgers everything are you in any way a little bit nervous like are you (laughs) are you a little bit like like do you feel like like it's not as fun for you Yes. Because you're you're scared of the food. Yes, and actually, story. I got Jay sick once from a burger. <laughs> like I think I ma- I messed it up, and he like called me out, and it was the worst. Like for three days, I felt terrible. <laughs> but I like shot back at him angrily. I was like, "Screw you and your weak stomach! You can't have gluten, loser!" <laughs> like I went all in, like a caged animal, saying things I should never say. And then the, when he left, I was like, oh, my, I'm the worst person. It's I'm always nervous. I'm going to do that. I, I don't even I kind of remember it. That's how much I didn't I didn't care about it. But yeah, it's especially with beef and you're checking it and you got to make sure you don't want to be overcooked. It's it is if you're doing it for friends like our age, I don't I'm not as nervous because I know it's like the expectations not as high. If I'm doing it for my in-laws. Yeah. Don't talk to me. Don't come near me. Kids, yeah. leave me alone. Yeah, that's I, I'm like, yeah, that's I, I'm terrified because my in-laws will call me. I'm like, it's too dry. Can't eat it. Yeah. They, they, they don't hate me, but it's like they kill. I'm like devastated. But if it's yeah. good, 
That is, I'm the king of the world for that. That is such a good point about in laws. I'm deathly afraid doing it when my in laws are here. And my father in law is the nicest human in the world besides my mother. And like, he complimented me once so much that it reversed psychology on me. Like, I (laughs) was like, he was making up for me. I'm like, were they so bad? He was like, Steve, some barbecuing tonight. And like when he left, he was like, he rolled the car window down. He's like, burgers tonight. Mm, great job, Steve. And I was like, oh my. then I like walked in the house feeling great. But I was like, why so many times? Yeah. Over, yeah that's, it's over. That's over. That's definitely. See, you got to do it. I do. No, he's so nice. He's not like that. You just, you played down. You're like, oh, I don't know how to do I don't do these. And, yeah, and then someone grabs Smart. it from you and you're like, bang, I'm on a chair. I'm chatting away. Brilliant. Oh, I used to hold the baby so I didn't have to do anything. But oh, yeah. The baby so hold is the great. I used to yeah. grab the babies, yeah. walk yeah. around the whole house. That like I don't have to talk to anybody. It's yeah. brilliant. It's yeah. the oh, I loved it. Yeah. Loved yeah. it. Which one of us three? And I want an honest answer you can say yourself. Which one of us three? I'll start with Steve. Could we go to Blues Fest together? Which one of us can pull off for real? trying to wear a cowboy hat steve. like a like easily no i think steve you look incredible in a hat <laughs> incredible mark you're, you're like second i'm i look awful in a hat steve you look so good you look like actually you look like clop right now <laughs> oh my god because the glasses i'm yeah like i'm Klopp like amazing in a hat the only way to describe me right now is bashful like, <laughs> I don't yeah, want I, I think Steve so could pull hot. it off. I think Steve could pull it off. Okay, go, Mark. Next. Yeah. Next question. Yeah, because I'm dying to tell Lisa. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, I don't have another question. I'm, I'm, does Jay have to bail? Or can we do uh, another one? Do another one. Just you can do go. another one. Yeah, go. This one is near and dear, true to my heart. That happened to me this morning. And I told Steve about it. But I want to ask both of you. Have you ever fallen for or been like scammed in a way like i'll give you my example i I love my uh, buying my kids lego because Uh it's you know it's mentally stimulating it's like it's good and it's not stupid tv and whatever i saw this sale pop up and i'm like oh my god lego like it's like on this huge i click on it i'm like bang 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 i got like because it had the countdown too on the site, 24 hours. And I'm like, Jesus. And I'm like, boom, I ordered like six things, 115 bucks done. I'm like, I'm the best dad in the world. The confirmation email comes. It's like, you know, uh, customercare.com, you know, like your order is coming, whatever. I'm like, weird. doesn't say Lego in there anywhere. And I go back to the site, the website's like, Intel thing dot sleep or something. And I'm like, oh, come on. No Lego in the URL now. And now I'm like, shit. So I, I'd sleep on it because I'm terrified to tell Aaron now. Of course. I wake up and I'm like, casually, I'm like eating Cheerios. I'm like, Aaron, when do our credit cards expire? You know, like I'm trying to like get some Intel out because like I want to, I want to cancel my card. <laughs> but like I'm trying no to. Like, weep around it and i'm like yeah so anyway um i might have bought so anyway long story short it's like i'm trying to contact there's no customer service reply there's no nothing it's not a lego site 
I just pitched him like 150 bucks. Anyway, canceled my card. Yeah. I canceled my card and I got the charge reversed because okay. like, you know, okay. whatever. But like, have you ever done something like yes. that where you feel like a piece of shit? Like, I feel yeah. stupid and like a piece of shit. Yeah, you know what happened to me? The worst, like when people come to the door, I'm like that guy who's like, boom, door right back in their face. They're like, we're here for puppies that are dying in our hands. Boom, I shut the door <laughs> right away. Like there's a dead puppy. They, we only need five bucks, save them right now. And I'm like, get lost, you stupid puppy. <laughs> Doorbell rings. Lisa's like, oh, it's someone there like selling something. I'm like, I'm going. She goes, be nice, be nice. Don't be mean. And I was like, I'm in a bad conundrum now. So like now I know I have to listen. So I open it up. It's like, will you pay $20 for girls in Africa who never can't get educated and their parents beat them and like everything like bad about life in Africa for a woman? I was like, frick. So now like I can't be mean because I've already <laughs> promised Lisa. Yeah. But yeah. now I'm in the story. Like I'm in. She's got me in the story. She's showing me brochures and everything. She's like, look, Linda, like Linda, the African Linda. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm like, fine. I sign up. She's like, hey, it's $20. She's like, it's $20 now. And then every other month, it's $75. Oh my God. <laughs> every month. I was like, wait, this is a monthly thing? Like, I was giving $20 like cash. She's like, no, you had to give me your visa. Fill out the form. So I'm filling out the form. As I'm filling out the form, she's telling me it's $75 more a month. <laughs> I go through everything. I'm like, see you later. Linda's going to be the best kid ever. <laughs> At the door, I've got a friggin' novel of like literature. I'm scouring for the cancel. I'm like, what is happening? Same thing, Mark. Can't, can't, like, you can't cancel. You have to like, wait until the first payment comes and then cancel so then then i'm a hundred bucks in i don't want oh anything to do with this gosh, that's, that's why amazing. I, like i had to wait three weeks get the 75 dollars cancel i had i couldn't get out of the 75 but i got out of the other months it was faster <laughs> and then angry it. at lisa like a day i'm like this is why i slammed the door in their face this is stupid why did i yeah. do this like hundred dollars it cost me yeah that's amazing uh, i, I that. have to it's say like i would never I would never admit that I got duped. And I can't <laughs> yeah. believe you guys did. Oh. I haven't. I don't know if I have. If I have, I would never tell a soul. Ever. <laughs> never. I couldn't admit it. Only because of Mark, I, I've never told that. I know. I know. Like, there's no way I would admit it. Yeah. Well, I felt like a foot tall this morning. Like, I just felt like. That happened yesterday? This morning. <laughs> oh, my God. I was thinking like years ago. No. That happened yesterday? Like, I ordered them <laughs> yesterday. Oh couldn't sleep God. all night like tossing no in no no why is there no customer service man i woke up this morning and that's oh when my like, God. i got i got I it was like during christmas i'm like okay now april 9th 8th you bought lego oh my i love you man i can't do this anymore <laughs> yeah it's bad amazing Idiot. yeah so i don't know if we want to wrap this portion up but i also want to do something like a uh, the, you know, we, we talked about a segment, but maybe we can stop and then I'll do the segment after. Or do you want me to just rip through it? No, to end it. Okay. So we'll end it now and we'll we'll add uh, something uh, later. Say, hey, 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 clean your fish tanks.
Thanks very much for listening today. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and, of course, leave us a five-star review. If you want to get in touch, you'll find us on Instagram at SoccerSnob1, on Twitter at SoccerSnobs1, by searching for us on Facebook, and of course on the web at www.soccersnobs.ca backslash listen. You can leave us your opinion, give us any comments, and if that's where you want to get nasty, feel free to do so.